I'm trying to drink the grossest beer I have in my fridge because I have way too many of them. What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of Dusty Vendor Podcast. This is episode six for season two, coming at you on November 20th. I am your host, as always, Chance Watson. With you, as always, is Taylor Wells. Wellsy, what's going on? As always, nothing. <laughs> you know? There's always something just, going on. Uh, yeah, I wish that wasn't true. But, uh, yeah, just drinking beer, talking some hockey. Um, yeah, a lot of news this week. A lot hockey, of Ducks news, so I'm going to get nice and heated. Yeah, the hockey gods, uh, our cup runneth over with uh, with good hockey news that we can get really drunkenly angry with thou art correct <laughs> so saith gordy howe so saith, so saith. r.i.p <laughs> all, all the great hockey respect gods. respect respect what's up boys <laughs> Oi. Anyways, Hanging out with the hockey gods tonight. Um, yes. Uh, hey, but before we get into that, we got to talk about something really important, Wells. Yeah, something we've never talked about before. No, no, we've never brought this up before. But uh, if you're looking to play some action, maybe some degenerate action, some just dirty, scummy, degenerate action, like straight gambling with your kid's college fund, Ooh. bet... With the commish. Yes. Betcommish.ag. Commission offers 20% free play on deposits with zero rollover because rollover is a scam. Text 951-878-9411 or hit him up on Twitter at Betcommish to place your action. He's got all the sports. He pays out on time. Unless he takes your money, then that's on you. Yeah, don't suck. Right, like, yeah, exactly. I mean, essentially, it's really, like, life is all about choices, you know? And the commish is here to af- allow you that choice in life. But if you make the wrong one, that's not his fault. Yeah, I mean, you know, don't don't hold other people accountable for your shitty mistakes. No, no. Okay, your, col- your kid's college fund is on you if you bet it all on <laughs> Formula One auto racing. He doesn't care. He doesn't care. <laughs> He's gonna, he's gonna pay, he's gonna pay you. Hey, you use that college fund. Now you got two college funds. Commission will pay it. Ooh, he's good for it, like man. It. But then, but yes, he he's 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 got it all in the bank. He does, does. I, I I think I think we might secretly book with Bill Gates. Billy, Billy, Billy does not do any booking. <laughs> you don't think so? Nah, he quit that game a long time ago. All right. Yeah. Oh, yeah. He, that is, so it so it wasn't it wasn't the it wasn't Microsoft computers. It was him being a bookie, huh? Yeah, Microsoft bookie. Like <laughs> Micro, Microsoft bets. That's how that's how he created. The first thing he ever created was Excel spreadsheets. Oh. So. <laughs> yeah. Perfect for the betting. World. He's like fuck fuck this fuck this shit where I have to write it down in a book. Like I'm gonna I'm gonna make a computer. Pro- well, wait. F- shit. First, I have to make computers. After I make a computer. The first program I want to make is Excel spreadsheets, so I don't so have to what, write this shit down. So what you're telling me is that now he's made computers, everything's good, right? Right, yes. Now he's going to launch his booking site? 
Well, no, he's already been doing it, but he, okay. it was so inefficient because he hated writing. Like, his handwriting was shit, you know? Like, even mm-hmm. when he was in, like, the second grade, his, his teacher came up to him and was like, your handwriting's shit. And he's like... <sighs> yeah, because he keeps writing in cursive. That's... You know, they don't teach that anymore. And rightfully so. <laughs> <laughs> what a stupid thing to teach our youth. <laughs> God. They need... They need com- now I want competitive cursive writing. Look at that loop on that one. That's that's textbook. Look at look at look at the look at the, look at the calligraphy on that. I right would there. bet on that. I would, Kamish, Kamish. Let's get it on there. Let's get it going. I I like so my two favorite that are on this site, and this is we're, we always end up talking about the, the Kamish a little more than than we're know, than we're supposed op- to, but whatever. <laughs> our opening thing, that's fine. I think it's okay with it. Um, my two favorite that are on here, auto racing. That's one that one of these days we're just going to have to get shit-faced and we don't know anything about it and we just like the guy's name the most and we throw 100 bucks. What are you talking about? We're, we're betting Chase Elliott every time. Uh, yeah, but it's Formula One. I don't know if Chase has jumped oh. into that freaking... <laughs> oh, never mind. <laughs> I don't know if he's that good. You know? I thought you were talking about NASCAR. It's like we're betting, <laughs> should, we're betting Chase Elliott every time. Yeah, I mean, Chase Elliott better start winning. No, Number nine. Hey. <laughs> Uh, and my my other favorite is entertainment. I don't know what that is. Um, Did yeah, you see like that you on can, there. There's like death bets. Like you can bet if like who's gonna die first, Bob Barker or or uh, oh, Morgan gee, Freeman. Betty. Oh jeez. Go. For I don't it. know. I just saw. You know, I was visiting my grandfather in the hospital the other day. Yeah. This is. It's not this somber of a story. Okay. And we we were watching uh, some game shows. Okay. And some of these guys are getting old, but man, are they spry. Yeah. Yeah. They move around, man. Yeah. Better than me. I'm sitting on the couch like, fuck. Could I bet? Could we bet on the prices right? To die? No, no not to die. <laughs> I don't think oh. the, pr- the price is right is a, it's a, it's a unending entity. Like even after Armageddon, they'll still be a price is right. It's still spinning to this day. <laughs> You just, you just walk in. You just like it's a it's a wasteland, and all of a sudden you hear, "I bid one dollar, Bob." I'll take an A. <laughs> what the? I think fuck? we're talking. I think we're talking about two different game shows here. Well, wait, what did you say? I said Price is Right. Oh, I'm thinking Wheel of Fortune. Yeah. The- <laughs> <laughs> what is Wheel of Fortune? What is the Price is Right? What? No. <laughs> This popular game show has been on since the 70s and has only had two hosts. What is The Price is Right? That's that's Jeopardy right there. Uh, yeah, I watched a little bit of that too with the old grandpappy. R.I.P. Uh, Alex Trebek. Wait. I mean, he's not, he has he's not. not dead yet, but... Okay, but he's going to. Is that yeah? What he's got. So he's, that's what you're predicting. He's, well, I'm not, I'm not predicting it. He said he's got cancer <laughs> or something. Oh yeah, he's got like. Anyways, you know how much that tiny little weird mic that he holds is going to be worth? A lot. A lot. We should bet on that. Can you? Could he? Ca- can you catch cancer from it? I mean, probably, but you know, what's <laughs> like, what's your life worth? <laughs> Oh shit! All right, let's get some fucking hockey. Yeah, all right, piece, we've, huh? been, we've been going for a while. Uh, but to 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 summarize all of that, uh, bet bet commish, 
betcommission.ag. Go to the website. Text him, 951-878-9411. Hit him up on Twitter, at betcommish. With, uh, fucking rollover is a scam. Don't do it. Always reject it. He always yes. he always gives you free play. In fact, last week he fucking what a baller move. What Give, a guy gives gives the five dollar free play on promo code fisting. Even though we definitely said that we he did not have to honor that at all. <laughs> yeah, but he ain't no bitch. He could, he's gonna honor that all day. Come on, God damn right he is. God damn it, you know it. All right, let's get it. Let's jump into some stuff. You, I know it. you got something. You got a, you got a qualm with. Uh, our Lord and Savior up in, in, in I do, NHL I do. Uh, every every once in a while, you have to uh, you have to doubt doubt your heroes a little bit. And uh, the one of the patron saints of this podcast, Big Dick Francis, uh, GM GM Francis of the Seattle the the Seattle Unknowns, the Seattle whatever the fucks, um, has announced. Uh, he, he wa- seen this was the worst thing like he walked out like it was like an exciting thing like like we've been just sitting on pins and needles waiting him for it to give us a time frame but he, they already did they said that the name was going to be announced before the all-star break or like at it and then now he comes out he's like no we got great news guys guys we've got listen listen we've got some awesome news we are going to announce the name sometime in the first quarter of next year. Actually, it might be the first half of next year. And I'm Is sitting here like, okay, great. So it could be any... We're, we're looking at anywhere from April to June to get... Yeah, it's like... Ba- they're going to they're gonna wait to the draft. They're just basically... They're going to wait till the Stanley Cup Finals over in June. Seattle's going to get the draft. And then they're going to announce it there like two months before the season. Wouldn't it be very Seattle-esque if they didn't end up even having a mascot? The the Seattle maybe it's just, nothings? Yeah, maybe it's just Team Seattle. You know, wouldn't that wouldn't that be par for the course? Yeah. Isn't that forward thinking or something? I it's progressive, I think. Mm. Um, did he say anything else? Something along those I could I could pull up the actual article, but that's a lot of work. So I know, but did he? I mean, like, not necessarily even about the team name. Like, did he just come out there and like shake a bunch of hands? Like, wave oh, no. to the crowd so and go? I mean, he even kind of went in depth. He's like, well, there's a lot of challenges with this. To so like, in addition to us choosing it, we've got to make sure that there, there's a logo that can go with it, and then we have to make sure all that fits trademark. And it's like, dude, what have you been? What has anyone been doing over there for the past two fucking years? researching what hockey is seriously like holy shit you guys haven't been doing this already like, yeah if was you listen Dave... closely to the soundbite there's a guy in the crowd the... way in the back and he's like the only way Get your fucking shit together the only way that i'm gonna be acceptable with this is like if he was totally honest like he just walks out flops out his dick and he's just like look Tippett did absolutely nothing he wanted to call him like <laughs> the seattle teletubbies he had the mock-ups and everything. We had to scrap it and start from scratch, okay? I'm sorry. It's going to take some time. And I'd be like, all right, that's fine. Ugh. But it's not. Like, I, we don't know. We don't know. All we know is is that, the like, five possible names are inside the Space Needle, and I bet my left nut that they don't end up going with any of those anyway. <laughs> They're all the Teletubby names. Yeah. <laughs> 
And Tippett's like, ah, fine. I know what's in there. <laughs> <laughs> we got to squeeze Tippett. Uh, He's got a car battery and some fucking jumper cables. Let's get him. What what could have been the team names? <laughs> uh, so I just, I, I don't know. If, if they would give an explanation, I, I get it. But that, that the excuse of, oh, well... You know, it's a tough choice because we got to make sure that there's a... Even if we like the name, we got to get a good logo with it. we got to make sure it meets trademark. Like, dude, what? you haven't been doing all of this? What are they paying these people well, Seriously. Like, if there's a PR team over there... That, like I said, the only way that I, this makes any sense to me is if Francis came in and was, like, like scrapped everything. or Or he walked into nothing. Which is almost more frustrating. Like he walks in, he's like, "All right, guys, what's what do we got it narrowed down to?" Wow. We were hoping you knew. <laughs> wait, that's why we hired yeah, you. Yeah, wait, you you don't know. <laughs> wait, we thought you had the answer. What they need to do is they need to make about ten mock-up shirts yeah. with just whatever team names they're thinking of, and just go sell them on the side of the street. And it's Seattle. Like see which one, yeah. See, see which one, like you, like sell out of first. All right, follow my logic on this. You, okay. you take the shirts and you pass them out to the various homeless cities in Seattle. And then whichever yeah. one, like whichever one gets, like kind of how like you go to a coffee stand and there's like two tip jars and they're like this one's for Michael Jackson and this one's for Justin Bieber and you like put money into each one. Okay. Same principle. Okay, so you stick you stick two bums out there. Yes. One in one jersey with the name on it. Correct. And another with the other option. Yep. Whoever's got the most money, Seattle has spoken. Seattle Seattle goes with that. You need two twin bums. So let's let's think about this. You're, so, you're solving multiple problems with this. Like you're 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 lowering unemployment. Yeah. You know, like that's a job right there. Like, tell them they can even keep the money that they make, you know? It's just, like, we need to know how much you made so we can make the decision. So are we going off of total donations, or are we going off of total money donated? Total donations. Total donations? So, like, like, what, like Hobo A and Hobo B and Hobo A's jersey makes more money. Like, we go with Hobo A. Seattle hobo A's. Sure, and if and say and if there's a tiebreaker, then uh, then then they have to fight to the death. Oh, oh. man! <laughs> I mean, like like Joker okay. the fa- uh, Dark Knight style oh, breaks the broomstick. <laughs> no, a hockey stick. Uh, breaks, Francis breaks the hockey ju- stick. Francis just walks in. Make it fast, guys. Make it fast. <laughs> He's in his suit under the bridge. Where like, the, where, no, where, no, he goes. Make it fast. I'm we're we're li- like I'm literally walking to the draft right now. Uh, guys, <laughs> you realize we I got, play our first game in two days, right? So let's to, let's see who wins. I have to bring them something. I, got, I have to tell someone at this point. <laughs> I have procrastinated enough. <laughs> oh, it's Hobo B. All right, perfect. <laughs> Jesus, I think we solved Christ. it. We got it. Uh, All right. I'm ready. Uh, BD Francis, we got your solution, bub. All right. Yeah, I don't. I don't think he's gonna listen to us. But um, all right, let's move on to uh, uh, speaking of injuries. Uh, we've got a few. Uh, we talked about some in the last episode, but uh, um, 
I think we, we so we hit on one. That's Eric Hala. We talked about him, but at the time when we did it, he was supposed to be just out a couple more games. Uh, he played two, did nothing, and now he's marked as out IR for long-term foreseeable future. Um, I mean, you got to think at this point that this guy's not, he's not going to be playing anymore in the NHL. I mean, maybe they stick him on the shelf, let him heal, and if they make playoffs, maybe bring him in as like a special teams guy, but... Oh, you think he's done for the year? I think he's... This knee problem has haunted him for the last two years. That's why he missed all of last season with Vegas, and I think he was even struggling with it his first year in Vegas. So I I think he's done. I think it's... It's just a reoccurring thing that he keeps aggravating, and any time that he's going to put any injury... You know, anybody that's going to go after his knee, he's just... This is just going to repeat all over again. I mean, but that's the thing, is it doesn't even take someone, like, hitting him or, like catching him the wrong way you can be turning yeah and your knee is just like nope edge boom done yeah just gives up completely no i yeah uh yeah i mean i'm curious you know i'm curious to see like i'd be curious to hear like his side of it right like is he rushing back too soon and doctors are like oh dude no yeah you're good or doctors like nah you probably shouldn't play and he's you know carolina's like, i think he's ah, yeah, oh, dude get him out there i think he's you trying to I mean? play like, doctors are telling him that no you can't play anymore like yeah. i mean i mean he because it, it can't be time like it's not that he rushed it he missed all of last season had the off season <laughs> you know like he he's had more than enough time to recoup and recover i think he aggravated yeah. again somehow and it's not like we watched him like it's not like somebody dove and took out his knees you know i think it's just wear and tear i don't i just don't think i mean it's sad it's really sad because i like eric howell's play style i like the type of hockey player that he is he's an all-around good hockey player that has some like weight to him Mm -hmm. he just plays good solid hockey like he's not a skill guy but he's not necessarily a goon he's just he's a good all-around hockey player i appreciate well-rounded hockey players and it it really because he was doing well too. He was the leading scorer on the team until he went down, and that he and he was on the third line. Yeah, that's that's unfortunate. I mean, it's a big blow for them. They luckily for them they were deep enough, but oh sure, you just yeah. you hate to see that. I mean, you just you hate to see that, especially with a guy who like you know you don't think of Eric Hall as a big name, right? So I mean, you know him doing well in the NHL. I mean, that's just some, that's just you know. A little Cinderella story, but it's it's one of those things you just people like to see, right? You know, so yeah, it's unfortunate. Um, I'm with you. I think you know, uh, yeah. I mean, just stuff hasn't been positive with it. So you know, I'd be I'd be interested. I mean, I think you're right. I think if they make the playoffs and they're they're needing some depth down the middle or something, and you know, he's okay to go, he probably would give it a go. Yep. Um, yeah, I, I, you're probably right. I don't, I don't. I don't know if we see too much more of him this year. Yeah, I mean, it's 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 just sad. I mean, you know, hockey player. Sometimes you get like we we said we weren't going to talk about him, but I mean, there are players you just don't. I mean, it's not that you like wish any bad on him, but at the same time, it's not going to affect the chemistry of the game, and it's not really like that player's been on and out out for a while. So like Kyle Oca, is it Ocaposo? It's Ocaposo. Ocaposo. Like he's. You know, he's skating grinder minutes with Buffalo. No, he hasn't really contributed to the team. He's just kind of rounding out the numbers. He's had like 19 concussions. Uh, this is concussion number 19 now he's on, and he's, you know, he's probably done. So, but 
you know, he wasn't really a contributor to the team. Whereas Howla, I mean, Howla could have really, I mean, made this team from good to great. Like, it's not that he's the piece, but he's a piece. Right. You know, like he, he round, he made that third line an above average third line. Whereas now it's kind of a third line, if that makes any sense. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, it, it's a tough loss. Um, to me, you know, I guess, I guess Hallow was having a pretty nice season. Whereas the next guy we're going to talk about is, uh, Druin, who's out for eight weeks where a little bit different. I mean, Druin is expected to be this superstar, expected to be that good of a player. And, Way higher um, expectations. Higher expectations. And he just hasn't really panned out and, um, hasn't had a great year, you know, but he's, yeah, he's going to miss eight weeks for Montreal there too. And then they, uh, they got beat tonight. So. Yeah, um, um, that's that's uh, one of the many trade. He came there in a trade, didn't he? Yeah, with Tampa Bay. Yeah, with Tampa. Yeah, uh, sent Sergachev the other way. That's right. So wow, that was a bad trade. Um, yeah, another another horrible. I mean, I guess I, hindsight's twenty twenty. You know, like do you look at do you look at the Weber Subban trade? Like, how do you rate that now? Like now, now, now Montreal's winning that trade, right? You know, but if you would have asked me two years ago who won that trade, I mean, that was obviously Nashville. Yeah. So it just, I mean, it depends on perspective. Like, do do you encompass it as a whole, or do you do you go all the way? You know, do you do you isolate it out? Like initial one for one trade, yeah, the Subban Nashville won obviously because Weber also went down and missed half a season. Yeah, and it, yeah, that I mean, going back to that trade, Sergachev came out of the gates too with Tampa, was just yeah. killing it. Yeah. Um, you know, so it looked really bad. Uh, Drew, Drew, just you know, I, I don't know if he's, I don't know if Canada was a great spot for him, right? No. So he's he's kind of more of a guy who needs to kind of fly under the radar just a little bit. Um, you know, kind of be. You know, he would he would fit in on a team where they already had those two guys that were that were, you know, the stars, and then he would come in and he could make that top line really really good, right? So I, I want to point. So that's that's an incredible point that you just made, and I want to use an example that you will I think you'll appreciate. Phil Kessel. So Phil has played for th- the last. You know, he's been on three team four four teams or three teams. Toronto, uh, Pittsburgh, Boston, Toronto, Boston, Toronto, Pittsburgh, Pittsburgh Arizona. So he's been no, on four Arizona, teams. Yeah, mm-hmm. he's been on four teams. Um, on Toronto and and Arizona, I almost called him Phoenix. Um, Toronto, Arizona. He's expected to be the leader, mm-hmm. and he underperforms. With Pittsburgh, he was, I mean, technically, arguably the third or fourth guy on that team. Right. And he rounded out the third line quite well. You know, he didn't like it. He wanted to be skating on the second line with Malkin. But when he was leading that third line, there was not a lot of pressure because he's got Malkin and Crosby in front of him. So the spotlight was off. You know, now that the spotlight's back on him, I think we're starting to see a Phil Kessel where he doesn't handle pressure very well. Yeah. No, I agree. And I think, yeah, that that plays exactly into my point with Druin. So. Yeah, I think I mean you just you have those guys where you know it's a whole other ball game, right? 
you know you're talented, but you know you you know you can put in 110 percent, and the spotlight's not going to be on you to make sure that you're still playing well, right? Yep. Um, and that yeah, that takes that pressure off. And so yeah, I think I think that's where Druin has kind of you know, I think he gets. I think you know Montreal doesn't make it this year or something like that. I mean, he's not far from being moved, right? Where he you know can go to a spot where if he were to get to a place where he's the third fiddle, fourth fiddle, right? I mean, you know, he might be a point-per-game guy, you know? Yep. But right now, he's just not. Um, but either way, I mean, you know, he still was producing a little bit of offense for them. Um, it's a tough loss. I mean, you're, you know, you have him put into a top six. You know, it doesn't mean that he's putting up top six numbers necessarily, but, I mean, you know, you have him there money-wise, especially as a top six guy. You expect him to at least, you know, hopefully be in the lineup. Right. So, um, you know, it's a that's that's a tough blow for them. Uh, like I said, they got beat again tonight. Let's see who did they? Oh, Columbus beat them five two. That was a good win for um, Columbus. Yeah. Um, but you know, on the other side of things, right? Lightning are struggling too. So I mean, you know, if you're looking at that trade in general, Sergachev isn't having a great year. I mean, you know, half a point per game. Um, it's not terrible, especially skating. I think I think he's even skating on the second or third line. Um, wait a second. I don't fact check me on that, um, but you know. So, yeah, that's that's a tough one. That's another tough one around the league. Um, you know, Druin's fun to watch. You know, he doesn't always make the best play, but he's fun to watch. So, out eight weeks up there in Montreal, you just you don't know where they're going. So, yep. And uh, I think we talked. So I think we talked about it last week. But um, Crosby's down. Um, maybe, maybe we reported the injury, but I don't think we said the length. Um, yeah. So officially six weeks for a core muscle. Where he had core muscle surgery, something like that. He's like a sports hernia or something. Yeah. Um, so so he's he's down. Uh, apparently, it's been a long-lasting issue. Um, uh, thankfully, though, I mean, history has shown that when one of these guys goes down, Crosby or Malkin, the other one really steps up. And uh, I think Malkin's doing just fine. Pittsburgh's Pittsburgh's playing great. They did, they did blow a horrible game to the Islanders. Fuck, that's got to be bittersweet. They were up, they were up two nothing, two two, and then I mean they they were up I think four three or something, and then they ended up losing in overtime five four to the Islanders on home ice tonight. Yeah. So that's something we didn't get to talk about last week. We've seen a lot of big leads blown. I feel like this is more than normal. I mean, scoring is up just in general. I think I think. Uh, um. What's the what's the useless ESPN reporter Wisniewski? Wisniewski, yeah, Wisniewski. Um, he I think he reported uh, I think or he retweeted that scoring is like the average goals a game is like six point one right now between two teams. So like at like the end of a game, the average is six point one goals scored. Gotcha. So like games That's are ending lot, four two. You know, four. You know, five one. So, I mean, that's an interesting stat, I, and that is kind of high for hockey. So, um, but no, it, it, a lot of leads blown. I think a lot of goal. I, I don't know. The league is definitely changing. The game is definitely moving a lot more towards speed and skill. Um, the, I mean, the more the more you phase out enforcers, the more that's going to happen. You know, the the game is. For better or for worse, it's moving away from physical contact. You know, even and so and this is a this is a great segue 
into Ovechkin's hit. Yeah. So uh, who was that? Who was it that he destroyed? It was it was Druin. Oh, that's right. Okay, yeah. Mm-hmm. So per- okay, perfect segue. Um, yeah. So he, he uh, Ovi uh, Druin got hurt based coming from a hit that Ovi laid. Um, I mean, any any hockey player that I mean is our age or older, and probably probably even a bit younger than us too. Not by much though. Um, would watch that play, and a, a thousand times out of a thousand times would say that that's a clean hit. Like Druin, Druin had his head up his ass skated into the offensive zone where he was totally a target, had the puck, and Ovi just laid a hit. Like, it was a big hit. But, I mean, if he had his head up, if he was playing hockey, that would have been fine. But because it was a big hit, now you're not supposed to. You can't do those nowadays. You can't, oh, it's, it, you know, it's it's beer league rules where you can't lay a big hit. You've got to, you know, just put a shoulder into him. And, I mean, Ovi put it perfectly. This This is not ballet. This this not ballet. This hockey. Yeah. Um. So I actually I have a little. So I'm a little on the other side of that. Um, okay. Go for it. So he's because of the position that Druin's in. Uh, he gets very horizontal to the ice. Mm-hmm. What we used to call a bullet hit. Um. He is he's going horizontal. Yes. Uh, leaves his feet a little bit, but it's. In the end, it's more because of the position that Druin is in. Um, so I, I mean, I'm on, I'm I'm still on the side of this is clearly not. Um, so this is clearly a fine hit and things like yeah. that. Um, you know, but I I I hate these people that come back and say this is completely clean. Uh, I mean, if you're looking at some of the things, you know, leaving his feet, uh, you know, horizontal to the ice. There's there's a lot of things that you can check the box of. But it's because of the position that Druin's in, right? right? So, so this is still a fine hit, in my opinion. This is sure. clearly not. You don't even find him. Um, you know, you don't even put him in the box for it. Um, you know, but it, there's there's definitely some things I can see that other side. Like, you know what I mean? Sure. So. I, I mean, is it aggressive? Yes. Did Ovi? I mean, a bullet hit is a is a. I, I've never heard that term before, but that I mean, it's it's a wonderful term because I think it it describes it perfectly. Um, Obi comes across the ice. You're, you're right, skating horror. Not you know he's not going into the guy vertically, uh, up and down the ice. It's going across. You know, kind of cutting through the crowd a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I think that was there was an aspect of that where like he didn't see him coming. You know, but then again, you you made a good point. Like when you come into the zone, you need to have your head up. It's oh, and yeah. and I was just having this conversation actually the other day with my coworker, but you know there there's this idea of like oh can't shame the victim and you know in a lot of tenses that makes sense but hockey is this weird sport where like you you have expectations of your of of a player to defend yourself or to to take care of yourself to protect yourself a little bit because it's not the assumption that you're not going to get hit and you know it sucks when you do when you step on the ice, the assumption is that you're going to hit, you're going to get hit, and you're lucky if you don't. Right. So when you step on that ice, you can't walk out there under the assumption that, oh, I'm not going to get hit. I'm going to be fine. And then and then be surprised when you do. It's, I mean, this is hockey. Like he said, it's not ballet. Right. So, I, I mean, okay, I, I will level with you in the sense that was, was Ovi's hit not like a standard hockey hit, like, 
shoulder to the chest or shoulder to shoulder, like leaned in, perfectly textbook USA hockey? No. But did Druan do himself any favors at all? N- no. No, I mean, Druan got pu- Druin got caught puck watching, dude. Yeah. Bad. I mean, he had his he had his head down. He's cutting across the ice. I mean, that's just that's textbook. You're gonna get laid out in peewees. You're gonna get laid out in fucking bantams. You're gonna get laid out in the NHL. Like, yeah, it's good. Let's be real here. You're yeah. gonna get fucking hit. It's gonna happen. Um, yeah, I yeah. I, I mean, and and Ovi said it perfectly. He's always got the best fucking response. He does. But yeah, it's not it's not ballet, man. It's not fucking ballet. It's not. So I mean, it's <laughs> I I get it. The world the world is different, and like nowadays, like when nowadays, especially with like our our you know don't victim shame take the you know taking the side of the victim uh and, and in many cases you know you feel bad for the guy that gets attacked but hockey's not the world like hockey's a different mentality and a different sport and if you don't and i under i understand from somebody like who doesn't know hockey at all never has never watched the game and sees that and like feels bad for the guy who got hit and you go like oh no like we got to stop this this is horrible but anyone who's watched hockey before or played hockey before watches that and goes yeah, that guy should keep his head up. <laughs> <laughs> well, every every like every real hockey fan's gonna go, ooh, right? God, he needed his head up. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like maybe he should fucking you know not have his head up his ass, and that wouldn't happen. Uh, yeah. So yeah, I, I uh, yeah. I mean, I, I can see. So I, I that was that was my whole point. Is I can basically I can see where people are coming from because there were some things involved in the hit that. Technically, aren't what we would expect from a big hit, right? Or like a, you know, a big clean hit, right? So I can see where those little, those little things are that deviate from a good hit, um, but it's it's not a penalty, it's not a fine, it's not anything. Um, yep. And I'm and I'm glad they didn't. Right? It's just a big hit. Yep. So. Yep. Um, this wasn't on our agenda, but I want to do I want to do like a quick a quick because uh, this is this is a big moment in any in any relationship. I'm, I'm sure you can remember the first time you did did this um, with your fiance, but uh, I just I had my girlfriend watch Miracle for the first time in her life, mm. and she cr- and she cried at the end, and good and I was her. like I was like good for you, good for you. I was like Come yes, on. you get it, you understand. You. I'll, I'll, we'll get through this. <laughs> <laughs> it's just like, uh, it's because it's uh, like, you know, I've watched damn game. I've watched that fucking movie a billion times. And it's, it's you still, you just, you know, you want to run through a fucking wall for Kurt Russell. Oh, yeah. Kurt, I mean, but I hate him at the same oh, time. Oh, yeah. You hate him, but you want to run yeah, through a wall for him. I hate his fucking guts. But yep. luckily, I got you know twenty two other guys on the team, or twenty one other guys on the team, that also hate his fucking guts. Yeah, exactly. You know what I mean? Yep. Yeah, it shits on Disney Plus now. By the way, it is There's on Disney Plus. You. you gotta check that out. Gotta check that out. It's uh, Sadie approved. Yep. There you go. Love it. Love it. She also got me tickets to an Edmonton Vegas game coming up in March. I'm pretty stoked about that. There you go. Thanks, well, babe. Let's let's. Uh, Along those lines of it's it's the fault of the or it's never the fault of the person who gets hit. Let's let me get your opinion on the Sunquist versus Gibson hit. What's did that? You see this? Did you see? Did you see Sunquist hit Gibson? Sunquist versus uh, Gibson hit? No, I did not. Oof. Okay. So Sun, Sunquist ended up getting fined for it. Um. 
pretty much what it was is Gibby's behind the net and he's you know playing the puck right so he's behind his net playing the puck uh Sunquist coming in hard I mean he he was going in there like he he didn't plan on hitting Gibson right oh I just saw it I just saw it yeah you see it yeah I just saw it so watch it a couple more times um because it definitely it definitely okay I'm a Ducks fan right uh, but there's there's a whole there's a whole different side of this that yeah, the Blues okay. fans were coming at with it that I, I, I want to get your opinion meant, on. I think he meant like, and you can even like tell after he lays but the that, hit, he like immediately checks on him. But that doesn't matter, right? So that's that's where my that's where my that's where my qualm is here. Okay, Sunquist didn't mean so I think to. He hit was trying him. to jump. Yeah, he was trying to jump around him. Like he obviously did not mean to like do a leaving foot head takeoff. Right, but like, he did though. So that's so that's that's my whole point here is that you and this is this is the argument that the Blues fans had. He was dodging the goalie. He was trying. He to. caught him with his elbow after jumping. Right. So that's that, that's was it that's where this whole or was thing. Was it his shoulder? Mm-hmm. Okay, hold on. This is a better view. Let me look. No, that that was that was that was shoulder. Either way, right? That was so, that was so. Either way, he jumps and hits him high, right? Okay. I don't yep. care if he's trying to do it. Yep. I don't care if he's, you know, he's doing it maliciously because he's not. Okay, mm-hmm. he's not. He clearly checks on him. He clearly wants to make sure that he's okay, right? He's not doing it on purpose, but right. okay. You, you in the game of hockey, you can't jump at someone and hit them in the head and then go. I didn't mean to do it, so it shouldn't oh. be a penalty, and it shouldn't be something that I get in trouble for. Oh, right? oh! You just you can't look at it like that. So I mean, you know what I mean? Right. Okay. So for yes, I do. I hundred percent know what you mean. And in fact, I actually again I had this conversation with a coworker the other day. So, so are are they arguing that he should, he doesn't deserve a penalty or he doesn't deserve a suspension? So they they started losing it because he had a uh, conference call with uh, player safety. Okay. So they started losing their shit. Um, my favorite, my favorite that all the a lot of the Blues fans kind of got on board with was Gibson did this himself. It was Gibson's fault that he got hit. Um, and I, I love this one because it is asinine. It's no, such he's a. Have to play the, I mean, when you go, any goalie knows that when you go out of your ice, you're okay. No, let me let me talk all the way through this because I'm not defending the hit. What I'm saying is like when a goalie leaves his crease. Mm-hmm. It's kind of the unwritten rule that you're, I mean, you're not fair game, but you're part of the play, kind of. Right. And there, there's always the risk that something bad could happen, like you get tripped up behind the net or something like that. Um, that being said, I'm not excusing, like, this is definitely, so I'm going to, so he got, so he got a call from player safety. Okay. So I think, like, when deciding a suspension, and this has kind of, like, been my, this doesn't always fit, but this has been like my weight on if there should be a suspension or not. So first you have to assess, and I know this sounds weird, but first you have to assess, did whatever you're accusing the person of, did they do it? Because mm-hmm. sometimes on, an, on the first look, something looks really bad and it wasn't. You know, like we, we've watched plays before that they look just absolutely horrible the first time we watch it. And then when you turn on the replay, you know, it was just a, it was just an awkward hit or, you know, it wasn't that bad as actually we thought. So, uh, I think this checks the box of, yes, it happened. Like head contact was made. So we've got that. Then there's two separate factors. A, was there intent 
And B, was there an injury on the play? Right. So is intent here? No, I don't, I don't see intent. In fact, I think, in fact, I believe the intent here is to not touch him at all. Like he's trying to dodge out of the way and inadvertently hits him even more. Um, so head contact was made we've established that was was there intent no in fact i think he was trying to avoid him was there injury so does gibson have a concussion or anything from this no then then i would assess a penalty because it did happen he did do it lots of penal lots of penalties in hockey are called because somebody accidentally tripped somebody or accidentally hooked them or accidentally speared them happens all the time you shake yep. your head, you go fuck, and you go to the box. So, yep. a penalty, yes, maybe, maybe even because I'll even grant because of head contact, maybe even a, a, a five in a game, maybe. But like long term suspension, I don't see intent, and there's no injury here, so I, I wouldn't, I wouldn't give him any sort of suspension. Yep, and uh, so, so my whole point is, I agree with you, right? So what they ended up doing is they had he had a hearing with player safety, they gave him a fine. Um, no suspension, and right? that and that's fair, and and that's fair. So I I think I think that's that's a great that's a great resolution to the whole thing, right? Yep. I think that's I I don't I don't think there's any sane duck fans who would have probably said, yeah, give him a ten game, right? Right. Um, it's just it's just not. But I can, I, I can I see also... them. Well, sorry to interrupt you, but I can see them getting angry if Gibson did get a concussion, though. Right. So if Gibson got hurt and had a concussion and was out for, you know, multiple games, then then yes. So Sunfist, sorry, but you you got to look at it um and he probably would have got some games. Oh, they'd call they'd you. call for his head, for sure. But yeah. that goes back into my old formula. Like it, A intent and B was there an injury. Right. So, so anyway, continue. Go ahead. Yeah, so I mean all all I was saying with this hit, right? Um is yes, Sunfist jumped. Yes, he hit Gibson in the head. Um, you know, it just, it, it, that's always going to bring up, you know, all they're doing with a hearing is looking at it, right? They're looking at it with the player to get a feel from the player. Okay. Was their intent? Like you said, was the other player injured, right? It's all they're doing. And blues fans just don't. And, and, and look, it's not the hardcore blues fans. It's the blues fans. They picked up in the playoffs last year. Of course. That don't know anything about hockey that are arguing this shit. Right. Like, don't get me wrong. Um, but the fact that you're blaming it and saying Gibson deserved it because he wasn't by closer to the net, right? So so one of the big arguments was Gibson took away Sunquist's lane. Okay, Gibson has just as much of a lane behind the net as anybody does to be back there. Yeah. Okay. And then one of my favorite duck arguments was, yeah, he'll just teleport back to the front of the fucking net. Yeah. Like, the amount of time that he is able to get the puck out and then go back to the net, it, there's no way he can avoid it. Right. It's, right? it's the argument against, like, the old school hockey. When, remember when they when it was old icing, race to the puck, to the back, right. all the right. way? And people stopped doing it because whoever the winner of it was. Like, you didn't want to win that race because if you won, you were going to get your head taken off. Yeah, you're getting smoked from behind. Right. Yeah, and so I mean, yeah, my whole thing with this is look, this is this is I am on this complete side of this was a freak accident. Um, but it still happened, right? There was still right. a jump. There was still a contact with the head. All this shit. You check all these boxes. Um, they're going to look at it. 
the fact that you're trying to blame it on the goalie is, or say the the league is weak, right? Protecting goalies, come on. Um, anytime a guy leaves his feet, they're probably going to look at it. Right? And is I'm almost okay. So I'm going to say before I go into this point, I don't think any player should get special treatment. I think they should all be tried equally depending on whatever they're being accused of that being said if there is any player that should be treated with some sort of safeguard it is goalies because there's there's a less depth of them i mean if your goalie goes down there are not many teams in the league that have capable backups that can step into the role and fill that like there's a lot like the ducks are a great example of that if gibson goes down Arguably, the duck season is over. Well, duck season's been over. Well, but I mean, like we're <laughs> we're talking like second half of last year's season bad, right? You know, we're not. It's I. I mean, what's another team that could be in that boat? I mean, Freddie Anderson. If Freddie yeah. Anderson goes down in in Toronto for any length of time, the, you think Toronto's bad now? They already waived Michael Hutchinson. They've. I don't even know who their backup is anymore. Really? I don't either. <laughs> I have no idea. So, like, that team is fucked if if their main goal goes down. So, I'm, I'm not – I don't think that that should be. I think everybody should be tried as every as an equal player on the ice. That being said, if there is any special treatment given to anyone, it should be goalies. Now, unfortunately, the world we live in, the special treatment goes to stars. Right. Like, if, if God forbid – I mean uh, – I was about to say Connor McDavid, but Connor McDavid is a bad example because you'd have to have a pretty big boy to and somebody skilled to knock down Connor McDavid in a bad way. But you know, I mean, maybe let's go back to the early days of Crosby. Say you just laid the fuck out of Crosby, just put him, just dummied him. Okay, you're getting. I mean, unless that is the most textbook USA hockey, you know, infomercial hit that they teach, you know, in the training videos, unless it is an absolutely perfect hit, you're getting at least 10 games. You, you're going to get 10 games without that. You, it could be a perfect fucking hit. And yeah. You're hitting Crosby Even that, yeah. or McDavid, square in the numbers with your shoulder, you're, yep. or square in the fucking logo. Yep. You're 10 games. That's true. Yeah, um, exactly. But but you could run up, but, uh, you know, Drew Doughty and... Uh, Kachuk can, you know, they could probably stab each other with skates, and they'll then and they'll be go going the next game. Players watch that shit on pay per view though. <laughs> oh fuck! I hate both those cocksuckers. And if if it was a death brawl, I would be in. Speaking of Kachuk, didn't he start a line brawl here recently? He, uh, I I would say Darcy Kemper started the line brawl. But, oh, okay. Um, he definitely played a part. Yeah, he was certainly involved. We had two we had two line brawls back to back kind of. Uh we Arizona did. Calgary and Caps Ducks. Uh that's that's the spitting incident. Who's your guy that got suspended for spitting on someone? Oh no, my uh my buddy Garrett Hathaway, real fucking winner. <laughs> <laughs> even if I was a Caps fan, I would hate that shit. Uh how and many, even the Caps many... organization was like, Yeah, we're preparing to be away from or we're preparing for him to be away from the team. How many uh, how many <laughs> Jesus. How many fantasy points is that worth? Um, I think it's three hat tricks. Thanks. I think I think 
<laughs> Jesus Christ. What a joke. Uh, Anyways, let's go to Flames Yotes first, and then I can get this beer down my gullet and really get worked up about Garrett fucking Hathaway. Okay, go for what it. What a prick. Yeah, go for it. Uh, oh, Flames Yotes one? Yeah, Flames Yotes. Fucking, dude, Darcy Kemper pitches a shutout and gets in a fucking tilly. Gets in a fucking line brawl. What a god, dude. Almost got almost got into a goalie fight if he would have gotten out Ugh. of the scrum. He couldn't get out of the scrum. He was getting double teamed by two players. They wouldn't the, the fucking guys wouldn't even let him fight Riddick. Nope. Kemper, you know, fuck. Anyways, so what happened was uh Demers got cross checked. It pretty it was a pretty good cross check. I mean uh-huh. it was um below the shoulder pads, above the pants. I mean, it didn't feel good. Oh um, I, hate but it was I from... hated those so much. And those fucking hurt. You know those hurt, right? A, and, like uh, where that where they come straight down. Oh, and they scraped the spine on yeah. you, dude. Oh yeah. No, yeah, it was those are... it was it wasn't overly dirty. Um interesting like interestingly enough, like it happens about every game. Um and it was Johnny Goudreau, so I mean it's not like it was overly strong. Mm-hmm. But yeah, you you know it didn't feel good. You know he scraped the spine a little bit coming down through the pants. Yep. And uh, or actually, I think he probably came up towards the shoulders. But anyway, so then Demers is on the ice, feeling it, not feeling, not feeling so hot. And Johnny Goudreau comes over and gives him another one in the back <laughs> while, while, he, while he's on the ice. And Johnny's like sitting there, probably fucking fucking get up, you fucking. Who's gonna fight me? Like fuck. <laughs> You guys could throw me. And, uh... I'm Johnny Ham and Cheese. (laughs) God, that guy is fucking 120 pounds soaking wet in a parka. (laughs) (laughs) That kid. Jesus, he eats fucking lettuce only. Pretty much. Um, But anyway, so then then he's given... He gives Demers a couple, I think, and then Kachuk comes over and... Doesn't even really do anything, but it's Kachuk. So you, right. just, you fucking see the name. You see that, dude. If I was at that game, my sister was actually. She said it was fucking awesome. But anyways, if I was at that game, that's when you start climbing the glass. You go fucking get Kachuk. You know what I mean? Oh he yeah. Barely, well, he barely just... taps Demers, and I'm fucking over the glass. Oh yeah. If I'm, I find on the opposite team, and I even see this scrum happening, and I see <laughs> Kachuk approaching. Like I'm not. There's no, like, defense. Like, I'm already taking preemptive measures to fucking put him on his ass so I don't have to deal with it. Like, he could have he been standing there eating a sandwich while the fight's happening, but I'm not going to fucking turn my back for a second so he can stab me in the neck with it. I'm going to fucking pu- punch him in the face. Did you see that, ref? He fucking murdered him. <laughs> He's sitting there eating a fucking ham sandwich. <laughs> uh, Darcy, he's he's putting mayonnaise on his sandwich well and with kachuk's <laughs> reputation like he doesn't even have to do anything anymore and it and and the other person still is self-defense like he he, he literally could have been standing there doing absolutely nothing dars could have punched him in the face and they're like well i mean it's you man i mean you see your face right right do you you know who you are right like we all expected you to go kill him he was just doing what any of us would have done so, anyways, let me you know, let me let me finish walking you through this, huh? Okay. Yeah, go for it. So Kachuk gives him, you know, a nice all all he really does, Demers is like trying to get up and Kachuk just like pushes him back down with one hand on his back. Right? Uh-huh. Fucking uh-huh. relatively simple. Uh but Kemper had fuck had the fire in his eyes, man. 
He went up and he fucking grabbed, he basically wrapped his arm, right arm around the front from the back, around the front of Kachuk, grabbed his shoulder, his head on the other side, and just fucking ripped him out. Just straight up yanked him to the ground, fucking fish hooked him essentially. Good stuff. And uh, it just started the whole fucking thing. And Kachuk proceeded to go throw a fucking haymaker on the ground from some dude that's on the ground. So, you know, I, I sounds, got pretty fucking like good and heated for that. Yeah. Sounds like a chuck. Yeah. But we got it. We, we almost got a goalie fight. You know, we had a, we had a couple cheap shots in there, but, you know, nobody cares because, you know, Coyotes won 3-0 and Calgary still sucks. There you go. God, they're on like a six-game <laughs> losing streak now. They're fucking terrible. They're so bad. It's You know what? I In any other year, Calgary has always been on one of my low-key, like, good teams that i like low-key root for like they're not they're definitely not like even my top five but like if they're playing like i I generally like if how do i explain like they're one of the canadian teams that i want to succeed right you know like if it's if i have to choose between one of the canadian teams to win the cup like if i only could choose between them yeah calgary yeah i like them sure so so calgary finished first in the pacific last year right yep who didn't they have on their team that they have this year? Thank you for my perfect segue. Uh, Jesus. Milan Lukic. Uh, once again, Lukic Lukic making another return appearance on the Dusty Bender podcast. Uh, he already <laughs> had a great segment last week where we talked about how he sucked dick. Uh, now he's uh, not even doing that because I don't think he could fucking uh, find, uh, hit both his ass, hit his ass with both hands. And that's impressive because that's pretty easy to do, folks. It is. It is, especially for uh, Milan Lukic, you'd think. But, uh, no, he's yeah, uh, I he's mean, pretty much useless. There's I mean, only one thing. There's only one common thing in that, like, swap between the Oilers and fucking Calgary in the uh-huh. standings right now, and it's fucking Milan Lucci. And, and you know what? This oh, is the hilarious. saddest part. I can't believe I'm saying this. But, honestly, Bill Peters, I think he's trying to do the best – of what he can with him like you can't put milan lukic on the third or fourth line because all he does is make it even worse and that's like your weakest line so he has to put milan in a top six role so he's balanced out by two good players so he doesn't fuck up god i i i mean i'm the opposite i think you you just don't even look at his contract you look at his fucking play oh yeah if you could wave him stick him on the fourth line and hope i mean would you wave him? Then he then he's stuck in your age. Oh, you don't want him down there. I I mean that's Nobody's the only place he's him. fucking be useful because the AHL is the only place where that kind of shit is. Like he's again difference between an enforcer and a goon. Okay. Yeah, he's a goon. He is a goon. He has no hockey skill, and he's not even a very good fighter. Like I guarantee you, Ryan Reeves would beat the shit out of him. Lucic used to be a good fighter though. Like, yeah, I, I think he's just rusty. Honestly, I think he just people people sure. haven't wanted to fight him in so long. That oh, he's, he's like, uh, I'll give credit where credit is due. He used to be an enforcer with some hands. Yeah, but he's not now. True. Now he has no hands. Now he has no skill. He's a lumbering goon. It's fun to listen to Reeves talk about his transition. So he yeah. basically said, like, he always talks like the game's faster. He's like, there's there's no room for as much fighting as I wanted to do when I got to the NHL. He's like, I had to change my game. 
Um, it, you know, th- those are the those are the guys that you can still hang around, right? Sure. He has so, to I mean, make if himself. If Lucic were to find that and change his game to something like that, he could have a spot still in the NHL. He just he he refuses to. I mean, he, we already saw it this year. He, I'm surprised he only has one suspension. Right. I, I and I'm sure he'll get another one before the year's over. Yeah. But that that guy needs to. They're gonna have to. They need to bite the bullet. And speaking of teams that bit the bullet, Corey Schneider. <laughs> I knew that was coming. <laughs> Corey Schneider was uh, recently waived by the New Jersey Devils. Um, uh, I think, I think this is, uh, he's been, he's been officially waived and if he clears waivers, he will actually be enrolled in Susan Allen's goalie rehabilitation program. Yeah. That's part of the contract. I think, yeah, that's, I think that's officially part of it. Like he doesn't go to the AHL. I think he has to complete the pro it's like, it's like if you commit a crime and you get parole, you have to go to like the good Samaritan program. Yeah. Yeah. So like he has, he has to pass this program. Otherwise he gets. He has to go to the AHL and and ride the bus. She's got him planting poppies and shit in her fucking garden. (laughs) (laughs) They have to wear an orange jumpsuit like any old fucking (laughs) inmate. (laughs) She just she'll she'll like so she like talks nice to him and then like to like a quick pop quiz like she'll just like she'll just like throw a a, like a wall ball at him or something it just like goes past his face just doesn't even like react just right in the fucking side of the cheek it's like ah god what the hell is that she's like that was a fucking puck dude (laughs) you're supposed to see those christ yeah anyways yeah he got fucking waved they sent him down louis deming is in the fucking nhl again which i think is great i mean he was he was a he was a re- he was a reliable backup behind Vasilevsky. Like he did fine. Vasilevsky went down with a foot injury for like a month last year, and was he, was he as good? No, he's a backup goalie, but he held his own. Yeah, but so was a pack of pucks and a couple pylons. <laughs> I mean, you could have could have thrown any fucking. Bag I don't know. Of that's basically what Mion Lukic is, and it's not really working for Calgary right now. So yeah, he's bag of pucks and robotic cones that throw punches at your face when you're not expecting it. <laughs> <laughs> That's what he is. Oh. Good for technology. Fuck, he's just so useless. I, I Anyways, mean, this is, too. This like, is I mean, sad. it's 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 harder it's a little harder to be hard to be tough on Schneider. I mean, it, it's just, you know, it, sometimes you just never get it back, you know? I, I mean, he, he was doing well in Vancouver and he's just never found his rhythm in New Jersey. And I think I honestly do now he's fucked he's screwed i, I mean his, yeah. his confidence is shot i don't i don't think he's ever going to be a starting goalie again unless he goes somewhere else um but i think the problem was that you know he was with when he was with those vancouver teams they were decent and he had yeah. a decent team in front of him and wasn't he was seeing a normal amount of rubber whereas he went from there to new jersey where they haven't had a good defensive core since what Scott Stevens? Yeah, fucking uh, yeah. Back in those days, they had Gomer. Back then, they had Elias. Yeah, like that. But I mean, they haven't had a good defensive core in a long time, and I think that they were hoping that you know bringing in Sammy Votnin and PK Subban was going to fix that. Obviously not. Well, those are offense more offensive guys. Sure. So. I mean, but they didn't need offense. They've got they've got. I mean, their top six guys are like. Taylor Hall and Nico Hersher and uh, Hughes. So, yeah. 
Like, the future is there for the offensive talent. You need defense, and I, I don't know. I, I mean, Corey Schneider's on a team where he's going to be seeing a lot of rubber, and some goalies like that. Yeah. Like, like Al, uh, Gibson is a great example. Like, he would yeah. rather have consistent, you know, action than sit back. I always call it the Corey Crawford effect. Yeah. Where he, you know, back in those dynasty days of Chicago, Crawford would sit by himself for like an entire period and not take a shot. And then, but then the game would end like three, two because Crawford let two of the three shots he got against because he was falling asleep. He's cold, man. Exactly. So there are some goalies that prefer that. Schneider is obviously not that he does. I I mean, he can't, he can't sustain a barrage. Yeah, so another example of that is Marc-Andre Fleury. So he, he yeah. does a lot better with a lot of rubber. I think it's just, yeah, but I mean, but those are those are things that teams need to fucking look at, right? Uh, well, when Schneider and came in, there was, that was fine. But I think I think after, you bro- after he was, like his spirit was broke, and now he can't recover. Like I think out, over the offseason, he was fine. He wasn't physically injured. I think he thought, like, all right, it's a new season. You know, clean slate. And then it walks in there, and then he realizes, oh, I'm still on the New Jersey Devils where I'm going to see 40-plus shots a night. Well, and I think I think, I think think it's more of a mental thing along those lines, but he was in a yes. competition where yep. he's he's used to being, you know, he's he's used to being the big guy there on in, in New Jersey, and Blackwood just came in and was like, you got to at least fucking try. Right. Yeah. My God, I mean, dude. That's how that's how Jake Allen lost his job in in uh in St. Louis. Like I, he was just the default forever. Like he was the darling of Armstrong and he just thought his job was pretty much secured no matter how bad he played. Yeah. And um, not to mention his fluffy contract. There's like he's like there's no way they're going to replace me because right. my contract is too fucking thick. They can't trade me. But I mean, every once in a while on a blue moon you can pull somebody out of your system. And I mean, now you've got now you're paying a five million dollar backup goalie to sit on your bench. Yeah, but I think it's I think in Jake Allen's world, that's much better, obviously, than getting sent down to AHL, like you said, because he can at least teams he can at least show teams that he can still play in the NHL. Whereas Schneider goes down to the AHL, okay, maybe you know maybe he finds his game a little bit, but. Is that even going to translate to the NHL level again? Nobody fucking knows, right? I mean, yeah, maybe if he regains his confidence, does a conditioning stint, they call it, and they bring him back up, and I I don't think so. I just don't. I mean, I think the only way that Corey Schneider has a permanent job in the NHL anymore is if he gets traded or or is picked up off of the waiver wire. Yeah, I, I mean, or I a can free see agent. going like to if a he shaky slip, team. If he slips to free agency, maybe somebody takes a lit takes a flyer on him as a backup goalie, you know, some shitty team that just needs somebody that can strap the pads on. Yeah. And takes a shot on him and he's got another shot and maybe he's on a better defensively minded team. Like I we'll put it this way. I if Corey Schneider got traded to <clears throat> the Islanders right now and he became the backup goalie behind Varlamov, I think he would do just fine. Yeah, he, he wouldn't be great. System. You're right. Yeah, that's he wouldn't system. be great, but yeah. he'd do much better. True. I I think he would be a standard average goalie in the league, not not this horrible Scott Darling below average. Don't know how to stop a puck with anything ever in my life. Play. 
Yeah, I I just don't know if he'll even get the chance. That's the no, thing. No, I don't. I don't think. Unfortunately, most guys don't. He's gonna go to AHL hell, and uh, unfortunately, I think he's gonna die there. <laughs> uh, let's not, call it retire. Not literally. Yeah, not literally. I think his <laughs> his career will die there. There not, you go. Not literally. Nice. I don't think he gets onto the AHL team and they like murder him or something. Well. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know where Binghampton is or whatever the fuck it is. <laughs> Binghampton. So maybe there are murderers there. Who knows? Who knows? Yeah. All right. Um, the only other one I wanted to touch on. Yep. Because um, it's the Ducks and I'm selfish and whatever. I don't care. Uh, ducks versus Caps line brawl. Did you see this fucking thing? Oh, yeah. That's right. Yeah. Sorry. We skipped ahead to that. That's okay. You know, I I, uh, I was, you know, I, I told you. I got another quarter of a beer in me. And I would love to talk about Garrett Hathaway. I mean, as long as you're talking about Garrett Hathaway, I don't have to talk about uh, Erickson getting called up from Grand Rapids. So, <sighs> Wait, oh. hold on. <laughs> oh, for fuck's sake. Jonathan Erickson, he was, he, was sent, he was put on waivers and sent to the AHL. He cleared waivers, got down there, and now they've called him up back. That was a test by Iserman. <laughs> He was like, is anybody going to fucking take him? No? Okay, I can do this all fucking <laughs> year. He just keeps sending it back down. He, he, doesn't even, he doesn't even play. He just, get, he just gets called up and sent down over and over and over. Ugh, just he's somebody perpetual, <laughs> He's perpetually on the fucking waiver wire. <laughs> and in other news, Eric has been put on waivers once again. <laughs> I mean, if you're gonna if you're gonna fucking send a message to a guy, that's it, dude. That's oh my god! And it. it's all and you know you want to feel bad for the guy. So I don't know. You probably did see it, but he he was interviewed in the locker room, and he's he's he is fully aware that he is like the lightning rod of all Red Wings fans uh, on just shit talking. <laughs> and he goes on there. He's like, oh, this this made my daughter very upset. And then Wait, and then an and then now all the Red Wings are like, ah, oh, sign him. Sign him for her. And it's like, <sighs> it's like, okay, sign him to the front office. Fuck, make him, make him coach of one of the affiliate teams. Just not in a Red Wings jersey on the ice. Okay? Like, I don't, don't I don't. Him, don't make him playable. I don't wish ill on the guy. I just don't want him playing for the Red Wings anymore. Well, that's a great plug for just. The Dusty Bender podcast in general. We don't hate these people. No. We hate them as hockey players. Yeah. Like, it's always... Okay. Well, I mean, we might we might hate Evander Kane a little bit personally. Yeah. I mean, if I saw him in the street and people <laughs> were getting his autograph and shaking his hand and shit like that, I would walk by and do what Garrett Hathaway probably did. <laughs> I mean, him and, and me all I would Luke, do is just... Me, him and Luke, I, I, I probably just, would not... Like, there, there's probably... Like, how do I explain? Like, say to your bar. And I see Crosby across the bar. I've never been a Crosby fan. I have, I have more respect for older Crosby now, but I've never liked Crosby. Right. But if I saw him at a bar and he wasn't like being harassed or anything, I would still low key like go up and shake his hand and like maybe even try to get a picture with him and, and have him sign something. Like l- l- low key, but and 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 you could copy and paste that to almost any NHL player in the league that I would recognize. Almost. Not not like Scott Darling. Like I wouldn't want his autograph. Yeah, right, dude. I would. That would be the only one I wanted. 
Everybody else I'm just fucking walking up to, shaking their hand, giving them a shot, taking it, and then walking away. Nice to meet you. But Scott Darling, you're just... Scott Darling, I want I want memorabilia. <laughs> I think he is a Stanley Cup champion. Jesus. Scott Darling, Stanley Cup champion. Um, Jeez. But, but honest, like if I saw Kane, I probably would just not fucking... I, I could... I, ugh. <laughs> Same with Lukic. Yeah, that's true. Like that's I'd be, true. I'd be, I'd be at the, I'd be at the bar, you know. He, he'd be there, and like he'd walk up to the bar, and I'd be like, "Well, he obviously doesn't have his wallet, so he's probably just gonna punch the bartender and leave." So, <laughs> so beers are on him. So, <laughs> so ring the bell because my bartender's not gonna be fucking conscious here in five seconds. Christ's sake. And I mean, and obviously Evander Kane's not picking up the tab. He owes fucking Vegas five hundred thousand dollars. Yeah, Kane's Kane's the guy that comes up to you at the bar. Yeah, <laughs> he doesn't even wait for people to. It's come like, up hey, I'm Evander thing. Kane. You should buy me a drink. Hey, what's up, man? Uh, it's like you, you hitting on me right now. Tab- <laughs> 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 Look, dude, um, my butt's not open for business. It's like, no, man, I play for the Sharks. It's like I don't care if you like west side story like I, this isn't the i'm not if you can be the sharks but i'm not your jets man i'm not uh we're not finger snapping here if you catch my drift no i will not pick up your tab switchblade oh wow that is that is a we just got some classic americana theater wrapped into this and some more cane. And yes. Come we, on. We have we have found a way to disparage the name of Evander Kane and Milan Lukic once again. Yeah. And I mean, Scott Darling somehow. Poor guy. <laughs> hope he's okay. <laughs> poor. I hope he's doing. It. I hope he's. I hope you know. I hope. I hope he gets. Uh, I hope his four hundred one k is good. Um. <laughs> I hope he gets a good. I, I like a nice tax return. Um. I hope his dog does really well you know yeah uh <laughs> i don't fucking know <laughs> peanuts <laughs> what do we yeah what do adults say you know like i i hope uh hope his uh stocks mature <laughs> his stocks mature i don't fucking hope he's got know. a lot of equity hope his equity's fine Nope. I hope I hope he's going for the. I hope he's going to the dentist every six months. I hope he's. Hey man, that's that's not a joke. I just had some fillings put in. I I gotta I gotta get some too. God, it fucking hurts. Yeah, I gotta get re. I gotta get some refilled. Dude, my my doctor's sitting in there. She's like, okay, we're gonna numb you up. And I'm like, okay, cool. She sticks the fucking needle in my gum. I'm like, okay, what's the sign for this hurts like shit? And she's like, raise your hand if it hurts. <laughs> so she starts, she starts, she like puts in the fucking numbing shit, pulls it out, it's whatever. It numbs it a little bit, but then she just goes to fucking town on this tooth. And I just slowly raise my hand. <laughs> she's like, oh, does that hurt? I'm like, yes. Yeah. I'm like, I would like a lot more of that fucking uh, numbing shit that you used earlier. <laughs> maybe a fucking drink. Can I, do you have scotch? Is there any chance that you have any scotch back there? <laughs> God. Anywho's old Garrett Hathaway's a prick. Yeah. That's spitting on people. Okay, um we got we got three things to hit on before we close this out. Okay. 
uh, last off, it, we, we, this this is now we've come full circle on Dusty. This is a classic Dusty Bender podcast episode because uh, it would not be a classic one without us mentioning that the Toronto Maple Leafs suck. Yeah, but do they suck as much as Garrett Hathaway? I mean, no, Garrett Garrett Hathaway spits. <laughs> the the. <laughs> God. The the Toronto Maple Leafs swallow. Mm. There's so a that makes that makes Toronto better than him, right? <laughs> Depends on who you are. <laughs> Depends Boy, on what I'm your not preference. Not kissing is. Toronto after that shit, though. No, oh fuck, no! I've I've already been run out of town, and I haven't even been there. <laughs> I just walk, I just walk into a town, a place I've never been before in my life, and they're like, and they're like. Pourquoi? Or whatever the fuck they say in French. I think they speak English there. Oh, do they? Okay. I don't know. They've got to be. They've got to have some French Canadians there. Oui. Oui. Sacré bleu. Or whatever yeah. the fuck, you know? Yeah. I guess that would be Montreal. Never mind. I, I take I take that <laughs> insult back, but still, fuck, fuck Toronto fans. Um, you guys are so bitter. you guys are so mean to your team. Like I I think I as as a Toronto Maple Leafs critic. I think I like the Toronto Maple Leafs more than actual Leaf fans. Probably. Like I have more respect and I like understand them more. Like they're on a they're on a six game skid after losing to Vegas tonight as we record this. Like they're not doing so hot. Mitch Marner's down. Confidence is low. You know, and, and you know conversations are oh you know uh, fuck the you know uh, they've got you've got um, you've got Marner down. Taveras isn't pulling his weight, you know. Maybe that was a that was a bad mistake bringing him in. Uh, you, you know, the golden boy uh, Matthews, he's not pulling his weight either. The depth isn't there. The defense isn't doing what it's supposed to do. Uh, you know, I, but I could look at all this and be like, yeah, they got things to work on. And then Toronto fans are like, we want Babcock's head on the end of a stick, and then we want to parade it in front of Matthews so he learns a lesson. <laughs> And I'm like, Jesus. Like it's his like it's his fucking dad. Right. Like they, they wanna gonna... like torture him. <laughs> they they're fucking like I'm just like, okay, maybe so, I'm just like I'm being reasonable. Like I'm I'm at the rank. I'm like, all right, we should go talk to Babcock for a second. Like we need to see what's going on. We just walk in and it's just a drunken mob of Maple Leafs fans waterboarding Babcock. It's <laughs> uh... like Jesus. <laughs> I thought we just talked to him. No. He only no. he only he only responds to action. It's and and you see you finally get a good glimpse of the guy that's actually waterboarding him. It's fucking Dubis. <laughs> Dubis just fucking rolls his sleeves up at the, the bar, he's just, and he's he's just got his nerd glasses on. The numbers told me to do this. I but, didn't want to do it, but data <laughs> analytics. The analytic the analytics say that coaches who get waterboarded perform. <laughs> Thirteen percent more effective. Uh, Trotz was waterboarded in two thousand <laughs> two thousand nine, and look at him now. <laughs> Play, look playoff the, you, <laughs> the the playoff appearance to waterboarding ratio is very good. Uh, I know. What is, what's the short term for that playoff appearance waterboarding ratio? What? P-O-B-R. Yeah. Right. Yeah, there's there's Corsi Powder. and then there's waterboarding. <laughs> God. Yeah, um, it's it's all it's all no, Babcock. It's, I mean, it's look, 
this is this is why I'm okay, in all seriousness, this is why I get upset about this. Because any other team in the league, team goes on a five game losing streak. Fuck Vegas went on a five game losing streak. The, the fans react in a concerned way. Like, oh, I wonder what's wrong. Like, you no, know, there's a little anger, you know. Like, you, you know, like we've got, you know, maybe changes need to be made. Something needs to be worked on. Somebody needs a talking to. Toronto, it's like, they, they fucking, like, you can feel the emotional hate that they have for these players. Like, that's why Jake Garnier is never going to be good at hockey again. He's, like, he's dead inside. <laughs> They've crushed his spirit. <sighs> you know, like Babcock, supposedly one of the biggest assholes in the coaching hockey world. Like even he's like, guys, this, come on, let's, let's, let's clean up the language a little bit. I mean, do you? I don't even want to play there. No, players probably don't even want to be there. No, they don't want to coach. It, it is a toxic environment, and the weird thing is, is they. I don't understand why they have this. They have. No legacy to protect or anything. You haven't won the Stanley Cup since, like, 1960. And we know why. Yeah, because you're, you're merciless to your own team. If you, were, if you were half as mean to the opponents that they were playing the night of as you are to your own team, then you might get in the heads of the other team and, like, people would be afraid to go play in Toronto. But instead, your own players just loathe home games. <laughs> They're like, we've got a West Coast swing, thank God. <laughs> fucking 5-0. and oh. <laughs> We're fucking killing it on the West Coast. Toronto's just... I, I want to I see that stat. I guarantee uh, you that, her, that Toronto's away record is much better than its home. You know what? I got it right here. Let's, let's figure it out, huh, bud? All right, let's look at it. Uh, this, this is an absolute fucking shit show to me, dude. What? Oh, actually, they're way worse on the road. So, like overall, or this year? Uh, this year, three. And oh, seven see, I'm talking. I'm talking like yeah. the history of the Maple Leafs. So, yeah, you you nailed the fucking put the nail in the coffin on it. Yep. Uh, look, other teams. You go to another team's barn. They fucking hate the other team. Yeah. And if they don't hate the other team as much as they should, they hate the fucking zebras. Yeah. Right? There's someone it's someone else's fault. I was in fucking Vegas and I'm yelling at the fucking refs. I'm yelling at the fucking other <laughs> Vegas fans because I'm a Ducks fan. Right. God damn it. I'm not yelling at fucking Getzloff for being slower than fucking molasses and I'm not fucking <laughs> Not that you'd at bring that up or anything, but Huh? Not that you'd bring that up or anything, but No, he's no, I mean he's aerodynamic. You seen that fucking dome? <laughs> <laughs> he's like a the, fucking god. He's like the Michael men. Phelps of hockey. Yeah. yeah. God. He's built perfectly for this league. <laughs> Anyways. Uh all hail gets off. And yeah, and I think I think you yeah, you nailed it. Toronto Toronto is so consumed with hating their own fucking team and their own team being the reason that that, that shit isn't going right that like they just are fucking terrible. I bet I look it's already a toxic environment every game. I, I, I genuinely, we're joking about it. I genuinely think that, like, there is a, a next level amount of anxiety that those Toronto players feel when they have to play Boston. Like, at this oh, point, yeah. they're their boogeyman. Like, every game, 
they feel like gen- genuine like it's not even like and they're not even afraid of Boston. They're afraid of the reaction of their own fans like oh <laughs> dude if we fuck this up like they're we're not going to be able to get into the bars tonight. <laughs> That's what they're concerned about. Well, the fuck, you know what I mean? Like, like they're. I was just using that example because they're like shunned by the city. Yeah. Like it, 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 it's, it'd be like you know, they're, they're it's fucking. They're like kids in Kansas trying to go to school in the 1960s. They try to walk into like a, a, a any building. And they'd be like, "No, we don't, we don't serve your kind here." And you're like, "Excuse me?" It's like, "No, not, not people of color, maple leaves." Well, you're on the team? Yeah, get the fuck out. Yeah. We don't serve your fucking, kind here. Fucking loser. <laughs> did, you have, did you see that empty net that you had last night? I could have put that you in, you fucking bender. <laughs> hey, everybody at the bar has their skates on, ready for tryouts. Oh, my God. Like, Matthews drinks out of a water fountain. They're like, no, you can't use that one. Like, hey, Maple Leaf players drink over there. <laughs> <laughs> fucking spit bucket walk walk outside of the arena they're just hit with a fire hose immediately (laughs) (laughs) nothing to see here security doesn't even security doesn't even help them up (laughs) just turn to block then then the next civil the the next civil like canada is supposed to be the most like open-minded country in the world but they're like they're they just don't we don't we don't talk like maple leaves can't like matthews he can't even like he tries to go vote and they like don't even let him in yeah, they just passed a bill that none of the Maple Leafs players or coaches have fucking health care. They're, they're three-eighths of a, a citizen in Canada. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> On a fucking happier note, Boston is 7-0-4 at home. You can't lose at the fucking Garden, apparently. No. Can't no, lose it's, regulation, but, at least. Like, going Jesus. back to, like, it's just, it's really sad. Because going back, like like you said, like... When your team goes on a skid, like, you feel genuine concern. Yeah, there's a little anger. And it's more out of frustration and it's, you know, it's it's a genuine, like, okay, we need to do something. You know, like the Red Wings lose 10 in a row. Okay, that's a bad example. We're supposed to lose 10 in a row. That's that's a horrible example. Dallas. Dallas is a good example. There okay? you go. Dallas had a bad start. Okay, and, and it's, but when those guys walk into the rink, you know, they're not fucking, you know, berating Jamie Benn and Tyler Sagan. They're like, dude, like, what's wrong? Like, you need to play better. Yeah. But they're not like threatening his family. True. You know, and it's not it's it's just I mean even even if they do something similar like calling for a coach to be fired. Like in Dallas it's it's more of like, you know, this is, you know, we we thank you for everything that you've done. You've done a lot of good things here and uh we appreciate uh your time that you spent with us, but I think we're just going to go in a different direction. Babcock Yeehaw. gets Babcock gets fired and it's like, yeah, uh by the way, um we have your daughter tied up in the back seat of the limo outside and if you don't exit the arena in five minutes you'll never see her again you by the way you've been the NHL again and as he's walking out uh, dubis is just like by the way you've been nothing but a disappointment to me thanks son <laughs> <laughs> oh jesus can I dubis just, I... even do his own taxes is he old enough no, I think that's what he did before he worked. Uh, before uh, being the GM of the Toronto Maple Leafs, I think he was uh, at H and R Block. <laughs> yeah. 
Oh, don't get me started on it. I hate H&R Block more than fucking Garrett Hathaway. What? I love H&R Block. Oh, my God. What a fucking nightmare, dude. Way to ruin the sponsorship opportunity. Thanks. H&R Block, we suck as much as you do at taxes. That's their fucking... <laughs> that's like that's their slogan. They're fucking garbage. They got me... Le- so, I got less of a fucking... I don't even want to talk about them. Okay. They're, they're the Jake Gardner to me. Okay. But you That's made more you made I more am. money with our with with commission than you have with H&R Block. Dude, H&R Block was like, "Well, I mean, I know we lost you money when the last <laughs> 5 years you've been getting a tax return, but here's the thing. Bet with the commission. <laughs> you can make uh, all this man. money back. You'll make it back real fast." There. Yeah, I love H&R Block. They're my favorite. I love them more than the refs and the other team. That's that's your taxes, man. Ta- taxation, taxation is theft. It's like fucking rollover. Let's move yeah, on. It's, it's a scam. A fucking scam. Let's move on. What do you who? So can I talk about my fantasy team a little bit here? Yep. Let's let's we got to round this out. Let's do it. All right. Um, thank you for Oscar Clefbaum. Yeah, you're welcome. What a that's the pickup of the century he for the needed, Radix he Bombs. needed he needed a change of atmosphere. I'm just unfortunate. He needed a new fucking scene, dude. He did. He I just he wasn't he wasn't tonight. for the chemistry he was having with like Klingberg on my on my defensive yeah. line, it just wasn't clicking and uh it just it just wasn't working out. I don't you know, I, f- I feel like Armstrong trading <laughs> Fabry for Dillarose. Yeah. Except I, I didn't mean, even get Dillarose. Who'd you who'd you drop Oscar Clefbaum for? Uh, I dropped Oscar Clefbaum for, I think it actually wasn't a terrible, like, w- completely horrible thing. I think it was Slavin, or Slavin. Okay, so, that's not terrible. No, it's not bad. Slavin's just more consistent. He's getting top-line minutes. I mean, he's, no, he's not going to light the lamp all the time. He's more of a defensive defenseman, but he's got a cushy gig. Um... Yeah, it was I, I Klingberg, Weber, him, and uh, I don't know. Now, I mean, my, my fantasy team is so plagued by injuries, I don't even know who's on my team anymore. Yeah, well, I mean, on the plus side of that, Clefbaum is really fucking jiving, you know? Well, very happy for you. <laughs> um, yeah, if if some idiot in your league dropped Clefbaum... Pick him up. <laughs> All right. Um, <laughs> speaking of good defensemen that are doing something too, uh, uh, it I know the Red Wings logo scares people away, but uh, Philip Hironic, you got to pick this guy up. Um, yeah. Not not necessarily because he's like a good, well-rounded NHL defenseman, uh, but more like he's the only NHL level defenseman on the Detroit Red Wings. Quarterbacks every power play. And is the first. I mean, if, if Philip Peronic isn't on the ice, I mean, it's basically Grand Rapid Griffins. Yeah. So, I mean, we just called up Jonathan Erickson. I mean, that's how bad things are. So. Yeah, I, that's. I have him in one of my other leagues. I think we've talked about him before. Uh, don't be scared of him. He's yeah, like you said, he's 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 the only guy back there on the top six that I want to own. He's yeah, he's he's a he is a. A very 
silver lining to a very dark cloud on the Detroit Red Wings defense. Uh, yeah. Don't don't buy into any promises elsewhere. Uh, Hronik is the is the man on that power play. He's the I think he's the only defenseman that goes out on a Red Wings power play along with Mantha. And like we mentioned before, I I said I not to toot my own horn, but I kind of called the Red Wings season in the sense that they would be losing a lot of high scoring games. Yeah, and they have been. So it's I mean that you know when that top line is out, they do contribute well. I mean uh, one of my biggest surprises, I almost ended up dropping him, but I didn't. Uh, kudos to people who did this too. But Tyler Bertuzzi, Tyler yep. Bertuzzi, he's 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 like a young uh, Holmstrom out there, standing in front of pucks and nets and blocking the way. I mean he's got he's got uh, he has eight goals and twelve assists. Like that's he's almost on a point per game basis. Yeah, that's not bad. No, that's really good. So uh, kudos to that. Um. So looking at uh, looking at uh, waiver wire pickups right now, I am looking at uh, I've got two in particular at the moment. So with I'll make that three maybe, um, and I'll just rapid fire them. So right now I've got Jared McCann uh, with yep. Cro- with Crosby down. He is skate he is skating first line uh, first line in Pittsburgh with Malkin and first line power play. So uh, just just him being a pylon, even if he's not good, which he is playing quite well right now. Um, but even just a pylon with that, with that, with those cushy gigs, will get punks pucks bounced off of him by Malkin on both those assignments. So uh, he also picked up he picked up an assist tonight, and he has let's see here one two he's got four points in his last five games. Uh, but if you go back even further than that, uh, let's see here. So in his last ten, one two three four five six seven eight nine ten. <laughs> One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. So he's got nine points in his last ten games. So uh, almost a point per game basis since Crosby went down. His ice time's going up. Uh, definitely, definitely a solid uh, short term pickup. Um, uh, go, go, going over to the uh, Arizona Coyotes, Connor Garland uh, owned in just ten percent of leagues, uh, going up a little bit. Uh, he is now on the first line and uh, first power play. Or maybe second power play. He he jumps between those, uh, but he's now on the first line, getting seen top top line minutes. Uh, his his average ice time's gone up a bit. Uh, he has four points four points in his last five games. Uh, he's he's really picking it up, and it's good because Kessel's kind of underperforming at the moment. So it's good that depth guys like Garland are are picking it up a little bit. Yeah, and he's he's fun to watch. I mean, he's a he's a grinder. To an extent, but he's he's got some finesse to him. Same with Vinny there in, in Phoenix. Uh, I wouldn't own Vinny, but no, um, yeah, no. There's there's some good guys. Um, there's definitely some guys. So on the defensive side of things, uh, Sammy Votnin is back. Um, that's he he was hot before. He's one to kind of keep an eye on, more or less. He's uh, streaky. But he, yeah, he's he's a little streaky, but he definitely, you know, as a D man, if you're looking for a fifth or sixth at this point, right? You're not moving your top four guys. Um, you know, he's not a bad option. One of one of my favorites that um, I have kind of kept an eye on the whole time, um, but have just kind of he he comes in and out a little bit. Uh, Nick Letty. So Letty, even with with the Islanders, you just you know he's not going to be. Uh, um, a minus, right? So you're looking more at plus minus, but he's getting some of that time. He's getting some thing, you know, some some power play time and things like that. Um, definitely a guy to keep an eye on. 
one of the guys on the forward ranks that I've kind of been keeping tabs on, I haven't quite uh, pulled the trigger on adding him, Anthony Duclair. I mean, Duclair, to me, has really, um, he's scoring goals. He's playing, you know, some top line minutes, some some top power plays, getting power play time. So um, it's a guy I know he hasn't really done much in the past, um, but he's thriving right now in Ottawa. And he same same thing with a lot of the Detroit players, Chance, you know. Um, you, you just basically are looking at the logo and you're going, this is not a fucking good idea. Um, they do have a couple of those guys, right? And as long as he's lining up with Brady Kachuk and Shabbat and those kind of guys, um, he's he's definitely worth owning. And then my goalie, I added him, I think, late last week, uh, Mackenzie Blackwood. So Mackenzie Blackwood with Schneider going down, took over that spot, um, you know, got a little dusted tonight, but really went on a good stretch of about five or six games there. He's, you know, in some deeper leagues, right? So we were talking about it earlier. ESPN's percent rostered is way the fuck off. Uh-huh. Uh, but he's only, you know, so he's owned in only 10% of leagues in ESPN. Realistically, he's probably owned in about 30. Um, so if he's available, he's one. He owns that gig, right? Uh, New Jersey, I mean, they're still going to be mediocre and not make the playoffs. But this, I right. mean, they're bound to win some games here and there. Uh, in that same vein, you know, I... The Red Wings, you know, I, th- I think for favorable matchups or even just they go streaky again. I mean, with, with the trade of Fabry, the Red Wings are playing much better now. And, um, like, they lost to the Senators tonight in the toilet bowl. But, um, you know, yeah, they're he still... scored again, though. He did score. And they're doing they're, they're playing much better, and there's just a, a renewed sense of, you know, they're, they're losing. They're not, there's not a lot of talent on this team, but they're at least trying again, which is good. And uh, when Bernier is in, he, I mean, Bernier went on a little win streak there. Uh, I had him on my roster. I don't, definitely don't keep any Red Wings goalies on your roster. Use them for daily, daily plays. Um, No, no reason to stream a Red Wings goalie or a Senators goalie or something like that on your roster. And that's kind of what I would put Blackwood into as well. Um, Maybe, maybe not exactly that same category, but he's shaky like i would i would more like i wouldn't keep him on your roster and just like stream him every night um i would pick him up sporadically and then and then clear him for somebody else on your roster yeah it's it's more or less who they're playing and the team in front of them so like they played boston tonight i played him just because uh espn is worthless and told me that miko koskinen was playing like two minutes before the fucking game came through so yeah, ESPN and Wizenhunt, you're a fucking joke. Sounds about right. Um, once again, once again I, ESPN I, letting hockey players down. I fucking... I, we need to move away from this, but that's a whole other podcast. Um, yes. Let's talk about the commission a little bit. Let's talk about let's some Let's do it. Shit. Uh, this is the DB Podcast Gambling Corner, sponsored again, once again, by uh, betcommish.ag. Um, we're yeah. going to... Let's go over a couple bets here. Uh, weird schedule. Can we that- recap a little bit? Oh yeah, so I I don't I didn't I should have marked down my actual wins and, and but last week was good. Um I if I remember correctly, almost all of the bets that I called last week in the last episode uh covered. Um yeah. Maybe even a parlay. I I didn't bet everything that I said I was going to, but I like the bets that I did make were stuff that I called, but I didn't bet everything that I called. So um, there, there was there was hit and misses. So don't don't say I don't think I bet everything that I called, but the ones that did win, I, I bet those. I had a really good week last week. So 
Um, I'll, I'll, I should start. We should start keeping track of our win losses so people know. So um, I'll start doing that from here on forward. But uh, um, yeah, how'd you how'd you do last week? We we did really well on the uh, uh, on a parlay actually last Ooh, night. Our parlay was money. So that's like you've you've got me into that a little bit. Um, it's, it's, it's it's fun on the days where there's only two games. So like yes. tomorrow, right? We yep. can talk about that in a second. But yeah, that parlay. I I I think I told you there's been two days where I didn't pull the trigger on a parlay, um, and I would have won both of them. Yep. So I've I've been feeling pretty confident, but um, yeah, I I uh, so I I last week I lost one and won one. So I came out. Uh, I think I came out 13 over last week. Okay. Um, I say money, it's it's hard. To, I think for for listener purposes, we'll just, record is more important because they can bet whatever yeah. amount they want. Yeah, Because um, it could be subjective. Like technically, you know, say I went, you know, one in five last week, but the one win I had was $100 and the other ones were 10, you know. True. So I'm up, you know, how does that, that doesn't mean that I did well. I just got lucky once. Um, yeah. So la- last week I went one and one. So I bet on the fucking coyotes to grudge match, beat the wild, which I lost on two weeks ago. Damn it. And they fucking got beat again. Little shit birds. But then I had St. Louis and Calgary and they walked in there and took the W. So yeah, that was a good one. I bet that one too. Uh, what was our parlay? We parlayed on Monday. Parlay um, was uh, Arizona and the Capitals. Yeah, so Caps over Ducks and Coyotes over LA. Yes. Yeah, um, and we yeah we took that parlay. That was a good parlay. We it, was it wasn't it wasn't a huge win, but uh, it was yeah. a, it was a good win nonetheless. Um, so coming up tomorrow, uh, it's one of those two gamers, which you know we like we just mentioned we like to do parlays on these days, but there's only two or three games. Um, Senators, uh, Canadians, Capitals, Rangers. Uh, I, I'm, this isn't very original, but I would take the parlay Capitals and Canadians to win that. Um, they are obviously going to be the favorites. Yeah. Um, so, you know, the money. So, like, we, we talk about a parlay because it raises the odds of money that you'll make. So, like, if you just bet the Capitals straight up, you're not going to make a lot of money because they're the obvious favorites in that game. But if you bet that the Canadians and the Capitals have to win, your odds are go up. Ergo, you win more money. Right. So, I mean, I mean, these ones are obvious. If you really want to bet the Canadians straight up over the centers, you're not going to win much money, but you can do it. Uh, take them. Uh, Capitals over Rangers. But I, I would do a parlay on this Capitals-Canadians. Um, or if you're an under-over person, uh, I like the over in both of these games, actually. Yeah. I like yeah, the, I, I mean, depending on I, the, what the line is, of course. I mean, six and a half might be a bit high in the cap, yeah, in both games, really. I think six and a half is high to go over on the Sens and Canadians. Yeah, but if it's, I if think you've got a, Caps and Rangers could get there. But if they float a five and a half or six on that line, I, I would, I'd take an over for sure. Oh yeah, five and a half. I'm, yeah, I wouldn't, I'm I wouldn't risk an under sure. bet in any of these because both these games have the potential to become very high scoring very quickly. So yep. I mean, I wouldn't. I wouldn't risk an under bet. I would try to do an over bet if the line is low or reasonable. Um, yeah, that's a good one, though. Good uh, Thursday. We've got a shit ton of games. I don't know why the schedule's like this this week. Um, Thursday's an absolute just massive load of, of games. Um, uh, I'm liking. Uh, so looking at Ducks Panthers. Looking at your Ducks. Uh, your Ducks are actually getting more goals now. 
And the mm-hmm. Panthers, while are having success, having a lot of high-scoring games. Uh, while while the team in front of Bobrovsky is doing quite well, Bob has still not found his form. So uh, I would, if uh, if the line is reasonable in this game, I would take uh, I would take the over in it. Mm-hmm. Uh, even if it was six and a half, I would consider it. Um, Penguins Islanders. I won that bet tonight on the over. And I suspect that it would it might win again. Uh, so I would take that. And not to mention, uh, the Islanders are a pretty safe bet right now. Uh, they seem to have the Pittsburgh's number. Uh, well, everyone's number, really, but Pittsburgh especially. So um, I, I like the Islanders. And then last but not least, we'll kind of lean on a, a game that we had last week. Actually, you know what? I just saw a second one, too. Um, I, I like Blues over Flames. Flames are struggling right now. Blues are playing good. Uh, if Jake yep. if Jake Allen is in, I would stray away from that. But um, if if uh, Bennington Bennington's in, I would take the Blues over the Flames in that, depending on the line. And then the the last one that I just saw the corner of my eye that I kind of like because um, the the line might be really good for this. I would take the Coyote. I would consider the Coyotes over the Maple Leafs. Oh, just because the Coyotes are playing good, like on paper, on paper the Maple Leafs are the favorite in that game, but. The Coyotes are playing exceptionally solid hockey right now, and the Maple Leafs are really struggling to find an identity. And they're on a they're on a road trip right now, so I I definitely might be pretty confident in this in that in that bet. I would it's a it's a late night game, so maybe I'll look to see how my bets are doing later er, earlier on. But uh, I kind of like that. And I think I think what I like about that one the most is I think you're going to see the Coyotes be the underdog. Yeah, so you could so the line might be very reasonable on that one. Yeah, so I mean that's yeah that's that's easily one that I wouldn't feel bad about putting you know throwing a a couple bucks on because um, Coyotes at home. I know I I won't bet on this one because I they need to show me that they like me still. Um, But yeah, this this they're usually good at home and they're very stingy at home. So um, I'd probably. I'd probably go with the Coyotes too, depending on what the you know what the line was on that. But yeah, that's a good one. Perfect. And um, then let's let's just do Friday, and then we'll and we'll we'll close it out. Okay. Um, unless you see anything on Saturday that you want to talk about. Um, <sighs> Friday is another two game day. Uh, Devils, Penguins, Rangers, Senators. Uh, I don't see this is not a reason not to do a parlay. A little riskier because the Rangers and Senators could be a coin toss, but yeah. uh, I'd take the Penguins and the Rangers. Uh, you could do a nice parlay on that. Um, the line might be close in the Rangers game, so you might get some good action on it. Um, the Rangers and the Senators, you could also, if you're not feeling the parlay or the straight up bets, uh, I think even at six and a half, I think the Rangers Senator is a pretty good, solid over bet. Yeah. Um, I mean, that's gonna be that's gonna be two 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 teams that really the only good thing about them is that their offense is powerful. And uh, it it could lead to a high scoring game. So even at six and a half, I would be I would pretty be pretty optimistic about that about the over in that game. Um, before you, before you move on, I do want to say like I don't I don't have anything against under bets right now. It's just statistically speaking, the NHL scoring is up in the NHL, and statistically speaking, it just there's a lot more overs this year than there are unders. And I mean especially. Like, even with a team like the Islanders that are just, like, the most sound defensive team in the league, like, they ended their game tonight 5-4. to four. Yeah. 
you know, they would have cleared, they cleared the over easily. And that, and that line was set at five and a half. So, so, I, so, I, so like, but thinking about, you know, the last couple of years, about mid season, we see that almost flip. Right, we start seeing the under yep. a little bit more with that yep. kind of stuff. So, yeah, I think, yeah, I, I'm still in the over mindset. Um, I think there's going to be a point where we start looking at the unders a little bit more, and I think that's usually like thinking back to last year. I'm trying to think, but I think that was you know kind of midway, right? That was kind of all star break esque. Sure. So, all right, uh, yeah, I buy that. Uh, anything else you want to add? No, I've uh, I've been having some fun with this. I didn't think I would like it, um, but it's nice to. I mean, I guess I'm not playing with my own money realistically. So right, right. Makes it easier. Prop, props, to, props to our sponsor, Kamish. Yep. Gotta love it. I know. That's all I got, man. Yep. Absolutely love it. All right. Well, um, everybody, please remember if you want to book some action, check out uh, uh, book uh, um, I guess I could pull up his phone number again and read that if you didn't catch it beforehand, even though I read it. Read Nobody's it still tuned in, dude. No, probably not. This is the end of the episode. Um, you can no, text 951-878-9411 or hit him up on Twitter at BetCommish, BetCommish.ag. Check him out. Place your action. Win some money. People stopped listening when we were talking about three-eighths of a vote. Yeah. Yeah, they're like, what are they talking? Like, so, what so like people who that? would under, yeah, people who would understand that they're gonna get really butt hurt and offended and start calling me a racist. But anybody that's like really young, they're gonna be, they're gonna be so confused. Like they don't under, they don't know what the, any of that is. You think Garrett Hathaway knows what that means? <sighs> no. Luckily for Garrett Hathaway, Eric Goodbranson is not black. No. <laughs> <laughs> It's not even, yeah, like, because that would be, I mean, that, I think that proves my point that it's not racist at all, because I'm pretty sure, like, every person on the the Toronto Maple Leafs is white, so, <laughs> it's definitely, like, it's, wait, wait, all right, in this, in this hypothetical, just to, just to quell anybody who gets butthurt PC right now, they, they walk in to, like, an Indian or Mexican restaurant, okay, an entirely family-owned Mexican restaurant, outstanding people, Toronto Maple Leafs walk in, they're like, no, we don't, we don't serve your kind here. <laughs> Outstanding people. All right. So I in mean, the, these <laughs> in this hypothetical scenario, okay, the 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 people who are supposedly minorities are the racist ones in this in this hypothetical made up scenario that would never happen. So yeah, get get mad about something that has never happened and will never happen. The fraction of the week is three eighths. <laughs> uh, uh, that's uh, okay. We can't. That's gonna have, that's gonna do it, there, yep. folks. I think I think I, I was I was about to throw out a promo code right there, but I think Kabish should be like, no, yeah, I'm let's the line let's give time. him a week off. <laughs> <laughs> he doesn't listen to the end, anyways. He makes sure that our he makes sure that the words are said at the beginning, and he's promo, like, yep, sounds good. Promo code week off. <laughs> for, there you go. That's better. That's much better. Promo code week off here. for. Uh, we got We gotta make it real. Like five dollars, I feel like was really low, but I I feel uncomfortable saying anything higher than that. <laughs> week off is <laughs> promo code week off minus five dollars. Minus five dollars, right back to even. My uh, uh pro uh, next ne- next week will be uh promo code goon for uh six dollars and nine cents. <laughs> Doug Glad.
He's get he's getting people that say Goonies. Like, I don't even know how to give six dollars and nine cents in free play. Like, <laughs> it'd be six dollars and ninety cents, bro. Ninety cents, six oh nine. Come on, can't. All right, that makes sense. Ugh, know your sixty nine jokes. <laughs> That's terrible of you. <laughs> it's awful. Well, I mean, Let's he's go. either way. Like, I don't think he's ever like given out six dollars and ninety cents in free play before. It's a very awkward number. He will by the end of the year. He will. He'll do it. (laughs) (laughs) Let's sign off. All right, we're out of here. We'll see you. We'll see everybody next week. Bye.